believe he's expected to be back tomorrow. Is that right? I'm getting a head nod. Yes. Qualk, uh, his grandmother passed away last week, and he is making his way back from uh, the services. So I texted a little bit with Qualk earlier today. He's definitely been in my thoughts and my prayers uh, this week. Never something easy to deal with. And I'm sure he'll uh, talk a little bit about that and uh, get caught up on all things when he gets back tomorrow. But I'll be here today along with producer extraordinaire co-host Mr. Ben Milstead. Ben, what's up? Thank you for being here, Mark. Thanks. Nothing much up with me today. All good with you? Yeah, hanging in. It was a fun sports weekend in some ways and just a grease fire disaster in other ways. I'm guessing yeah. you could probably guess which, which direction I'm leaning and... There were many Depending grease the fires sports. over the weekend. Yes. I I still enjoyed it. Still sports. Still fun to watch. Fun to cover. And uh, yeah, I I I enjoyed the weekend very much. I, you know, one of those that you kind of wish it was goes a little longer. I I why the day is not a national <laughs> holiday is still beyond me. But it is what it is. It is talked about. And is there a reason they couldn't play the game on Saturday night? Am, am I overthinking this? It just seems like there's a couple of things that don't make sense on the sports schedule, and this is one of them. Yeah, it's always Sunday. I don't know. Always Sunday. National holiday. So we have next next Monday mm-hmm. is a national holiday. Is it? for It's President's Day. Oh, yes. So the banks will be closed and all of that. They're pushing the schedule so far back with the NFL now. Is this not a logical jump? If you went one week later, you have one more week of football. So just add, throw an 18th game in in the regular season or some kind of extra bye week for everybody. And then you have Super Bowl Sunday followed by President's Day. I just solved it all right now on the fly. Right now. That's why we have you as the number one man out of the bullpen. It is. It is. For ideas like that. It yeah. takes like this, and then it's all downhill. So what is it, 12.08? It's, it's peak Childress here, and then it's going straight down. I did notice That's not Pickens, a bad idea, though. It's a great idea. I did notice Pickens County Schools are out uh, today. So maybe you know, maybe they haven't figured it out, and the rest of us don't. <laughs> the teacher work day or whatever to, yeah. to plan, because you've got a couple of those. My mom was a teacher for, I don't know, 30 years. She called. She occasionally would take a mental health day. Which basically meant not a bad if I go to if I go to work, I'm killing a kid. Yeah, <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah, we we've all been there many times. Hey, if you want to jump in on the text line or phone line six five four seven six two seven, want to talk to you, Ben, about the game up in Chapel Hill on Saturday. But I don't know if I'm ready to do that yet. So we might wait that may wait till a little bit okay. deeper in the hour to do that. Also, uh, Coach Rittman, John Rittman of the undefeated Clemson softball team scheduled to join us next segment. So I'm excited to catch up with him, and uh, the softball team is actually going right up the road to play at mm. Furman tomorrow afternoon, which will be an interesting uh, trip. They have not made the trip there before, as far as I know. So it'll be great to yeah. catch up with Coach Rittman. Um, I saw the lacrosse team got out of the box hot for the Tigers over the weekend and uh, got their first win under their belts. You, you know anything about lacrosse, follow lacrosse at all? So I had it on the uh, computer. Mm-hmm. It was during the basketball game, and during uh, during the breaks, I had it on for two reasons. I one, I was very interested just yeah. to see what it looked like, but also you know to update Don and Tim as to what was going on, so they could relay that on the air. And there were times that that was much more enjoyable than watching the basketball. Yes. So yes. I had that as a fallback. Um, I didn't know what I was watching, but it it started clicking the more I watch. You've called a lot of different uh, sports. Have you ever called lacrosse? I know enough about lacrosse where I could call it, but I never have. Okay, but it's something that I would be intrigued by doing. I believe. Well, I I got the feeling that uh, twenty three to one is not normal. No, in lacrosse, that's not. Uh, so there's that, but I was, I was entertained and that's the reason, you know, was watching to see if it, if it grabbed my attention and it did. Now, again, it was going on during men's basketball. Yep. So I, I was looking for a distraction at times. You were, but, you were, you were looking for a way to divert your focus a little bit. But no, Intentional I mean, multitasking. Certainly. Yes. What a great way to start a season though. Just a yes. uh, shellacking in game one. 
I also watched some of the of yesterday's softball game. Nice. It was streaming on, I, I guess that was Conference USA's page, and uh, watched watched some of that as well. So they went five and zero over the weekend. They did pretty good. Better than that. Their their preseason top ten, I believe. I mean, they are making no qualms about the fact that their goal is to make the College World Series this year. I think they're good enough to do it. It's really interesting having all of those girls starting together at the same time and they're working their way through together because they were great in their their inaugural season. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to find a team in any college sport, I don't think, that is going to play this many games together as a unit. And I know you've had a couple of faces tweak a little bit in there, but the core is Mm -hmm. together and continues to be together. And I think that's going to make them extremely powerful and a very tough out this year. In when this group of ladies graduates and leaves Clemson, they're going to look back and and think the COVID year was a blessing in disguise for this program. Yes. Because yeah. it gives you got half of a season mm-hmm. to kind of wet your whistle there. Mm-hmm. And then you had an entire, you know, an entire collegiate career to, uh, you know, to, to play. And I, I think they're going to look back. The school's going to look back and say it. It was a that part of COVID was actually a good thing. Yes. In terms, I mean, what a great time to start a program. And you know, we had Coach Ritman on last week too, and Quack and I were looking through the the roster and all. They only brought in one freshman this year because so many so yeah. many pl- people are sticking around. And they had some transfers. Come yes. In. So you only brought in one freshman. That's crazy. It's going to be interesting because there is going to be a year coming up. Right. There's going to be well, we 70, to 74 <laughs> freshmen coming in, approximately, give or take like three. You know, somewhere in there like that. Um, thoughts on the Super Bowl last night? I, I thought as far as games go, one of the better ones that we've we've seen, I feel like, over the years. I was pleased with the way everything landed. Faxon, my son, huge Eagles fan. How is he today? Have you? Have I you... have not heard from him today. Yeah, he wasn't in the best place last night. We'll just I leave it ima- like that. He I wasn't in the best place like that last night, especially the fact they got the big early lead and the way that it ended, which I definitely want to talk about. But I don't want to dwell on the negatives. I felt like overall, really good game, thoroughly enjoyable. I couldn't agree more. Beginning to end, I, di- I didn't really have a dog in the fight. Yeah, you know. I had a, a slight lean to Philadelphia, but I, th- neither of those are my team. Uh, beginning to end, I was very entertained. And it felt like a high-level football game to me. It really it did. did. It it felt like a high-level football game. Some would even say the best two teams yes. squaring off last night. Absolutely. Uh, I, I was not at all a fan of how it ended. Uh, with the controversial call, but the game itself, everything around the game, uh, I, I was, uh, I was a fan of the night. I was too. I, I made a couple of notes as we went on. I felt in the pregame. I don't know how much of the pregame you, that you watched, but they gave the Walter Payton Award, which is a mm-hmm. probably. You know, besides the MVP, might be the most prestigious award in the NFL, and it's given to a player that leads with great service and integrity, and they gave it to Dak Prescott of the Cowboys. Did you see the presentation? That is that is the exact moment that I started watching. So they announced that Dak Prescott is the winner of the Walter Payton Award, and the Philadelphia fans <laughs> rain booze upon him like you can't even imagine. For winning the Walter Payton Award, the most on-brand thing for what is pretty much the worst fan base in all of sports, which is are the Philadelphia Eagles. They're always known for booing Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus came out at halftime of some game back in the 70s, and they booed him and threw snowballs at him. Now you've booed the Walter Payton Award winner. <laughs> man Dan of the Prescott. year. Yeah, man of the year. Get out. <laughs> I, I thought that was hilarious and sad. If it was any other fan base, it would have bothered me. The fact that it was Philly and it was so on, on brand yes. for them – <laughs> they they are they are the worst fan base in all the right reason for all yes. the right reasons though. They're consistent, you know? Yeah. And I would have it would not have felt right if they would have stood and applauded <laughs> for the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. 
I can't stand the Cowboys either. But I don't. I wouldn't have gone as far as booing. Yeah, Dak Prescott. I could have got caught up in the moment though, with all the others booing. I've been like, yeah, Dak, down with you. I thought that was good. I thought it was a great national anthem at the beginning of the game. I thought Chris Stapleton just did it the way it was supposed to be done. All the pageantry around the game, I felt like, at least the pregame, um, I enjoyed more than I have in the past. I don't know what it was. Maybe I was just in yeah. a good mood. Or, or, you know, sometimes I feel like that stuff grinds on and gets weird. But I thought the pregame aspect of the game was great. I I would still say uh, Whitney Houston, number one. Oh, now yes. Chris Stapleton, number two. I, I Might very enjoyed well be. that that much what did you think of the halftime show are you a big rihanna fan number one uh, i have a guess here but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put it out there publicly. not i would not say fan but i i certainly know all of her hits and there's i mean she's got tons of yes hits uh here's the thing about the halftime show that probably was not meant for me a 51 year old man <laughs> I mean, I, I probably wasn't their target audience in that particular case. Yep. And that's okay. It doesn't always have to be about me. I'm okay with that. I appreciate the production value of things like that, especially the challenges of setting that up so fast. And from a, uh, from a production standpoint and the staging, it was as good as I've ever seen. I thought it was really cool. I mean, yep. are you kidding me? And then, of course, that you catch a shot here and there. And I turned at one point. I told my wife, "I'm like, wait, is is she pregnant? I mean, I don't want you know. Yes. I'm not trying to fat shame her, but like, <laughs> I, I'm guessing that she's with child. The outfit, yes, was strategically placed. Yeah, which was actually pretty smart. Even yes. that part was too. And then, you know, of course, a lot of people had the same question, and turns out she was. But, uh, hey, the lady's not scared of heights. I'll say that. I don't, I don't know if I'd been brave enough to do what she did on that stage. I would not. There's I, no I, way. I mean, that, oh. <laughs> I don't know that I would, I don't know that I could have done that. I mean, I know who Rihanna is, and I didn't realize that, like, four of the songs that she sang last night were hers. Does that make sense? Like, going in, I'm like, I know, like, two of her songs, and then I realized I probably knew six as it went on. I thought, I thought the show was fine. I thought it was good. Again, not for mm-hmm. me. And I was thinking about mm-hmm. being on one of those platforms, you know. Yeah. They almost asked me to participate with a dance crew. You know, you know. You know my skills. Your, and, and your white heard, your white jacket was in the yeah, was, a, was when, in the when laundry. When I heard about the platforms, yeah. I'm like, nah, not with the platforms. That's that's a no go for me. You got to go elsewhere. I know. No, I, you know, like I say, I, that maybe maybe I wasn't the target audience, but it was still great. I, I mean, really, I thought to to pull something out yeah. off like that in a short period of time, that was great. Yeah, some good stuff there. All right, um, let's go ahead and take a break. We are going to have John Rittman. Obviously, Clemson's head softball coach joining us in the next segment. And then we will lean heavily into the Super Bowl. After that, he has been Milstead. I am Mark Childress filling in for Clock, And this is Out of Bounds. Seneca's Half Marathon and 5K is coming your way March the 11th. you still got plenty of time to go ahead and start training. If you'd like to do your first half marathon, it's going to be available for you March 11th, 2023, as we celebrate our sesquicentennial celebration all year long. It's called Race for the Green, and that means cash prizes in the overall half marathon, male and female, and half marathon master's division, along with the 5K overall, male and female. Sign up today at runsignup.com. And like always, we've got great swag to give away. A beautiful beach towel this year, a trucker's hat, and sesquicentennial finisher's medals in the half marathon and 5K, along with some great-looking medals for the kids' 12 and under fun run. Now, the fun run's basically a sprint. If you want to know more information, you can check our website at www.seneca.sc.us or Seneca SC Events on Facebook. It's Seneca's Race for the Green, March the 11th. Sign up today at runsignup.com. This Valentine's Day, skip the rush on cards, chocolates, and flowers and give your loved ones what they really want, an insanely clean home from the pros at Zero Res. Their patented process uses ZR water to clean your carpets and other surfaces like no other. And with no residue, your carpets stay cleaner longer. Right now, mention me, Mickey Plowler, at The Roar, and you get three rooms of carpet clean for only $119 plus a free hallway. 
Book online at zeroresgreenville.com. The Pendleton Tire Company wants you to have a tire as strong as you are. The Michelin Defender LTX is ready for the tough jobs and the long hauls. It holds up to tough conditions and will keep you rolling strong with confidence. Give Zach or Joey a call at 864-646-3694. Michelin Tires and the Pendleton Tire Company. A winning combination since 1973. PendletonTire.com. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the upstate, western North Carolina, and North Georgia. Valentine's Day is upon us, and you know, your team at Reed's Jewelers will make sure you find what you want for your loved one. From diamonds for her to watches for him, Reed's Jewelers, upstairs in Haywood Mall, next to Belk, endorsed by Roar listeners like Zeke. I'm calling in for one of your sponsors, man. Wally over there at Reed's Jewelers, go check him out. They'll get you what you need. If not, he'll find it, and he will definitely take care of you. Zeke loves Reed's Jewelers. You will as well. Reed's Jewelers, Haywood Mall, next to Belk, online at reeds.com. Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than ordinary heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Your Clemson football destination. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome back in Out of Bounds. Mark Childress filling in for William Quackenbush today. He will be returning to the seat that I'm sitting in right now tomorrow. So if you want to get your fill of Quack, you're going to have to wait till tomorrow. You'll be hanging out with me and Ben Milstead until 3 o'clock today. And uh, a special treat. Really excited. I haven't had a chance to talk to Coach in a while, but Coach John Rittman from Clemson softball team is joining us. Coach, how's your Monday morning going? Mark, it's going well. You know, day off. We uh, got back from Miami uh, last night. We're able to catch the Super Bowl in uh, on the airplane from uh, Miami to Atlanta, and then uh, got to see the second half of the game on the bus ride home. So didn't didn't miss the game and had a great weekend, five and zero in Miami. So we're doing well on Monday. Yeah, you are doing really well on Monday. I was actually going to ask you first about the Super Bowl. So you guys got to watch it and watch it as a team. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely uh, you always worry that opening weekend now because the Super Bowl used to be uh, last weekend. Um, They changed it two years ago, I believe, to match up with our opening weekend. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting figuring out how you're going to catch the game when you're traveling. But it, it worked out well yesterday for us. Fantastic as we continue on with Clemson's softball coach, John Rittman. Coach, I mean, 5-0, and offense was working. You know, the girls in the circle were doing well. What were your, I guess, expectations or hopes going into the weekend? And I'm going to guess that you checked a lot of those boxes with the performance. Yeah, definitely. Opening weekend, you, you never know truly, you know, what you're going to get. But we, we have an experienced group, um, you know, we opened up against some teams that, uh, you know, we, we should beat, but uh, you have to show up and play the game, and, and we did that. We got a lot of players in, got to see a lot of, uh, you know, different people in, in different positions, and, and that's always nice to see. Um, got some young players um, that, that maybe haven't played a lot in the past or, or a freshman Marina Knowles got her into some games. 
Uh, got our pitching staff a lot of work this weekend um, without wearing them out, which is, is always a plus. And uh, so a lot of good things coming off of this weekend, uh, getting ready for uh, Furman tomorrow night. Yeah, we continue on with Coach John Rittman. Uh, Coach Millie Thompson, Valerie Cagle, just picking up where they left off last season. And then we, we got to see some new faces as well in the circle. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, the biggest thing for us um, is getting our, our pitchers work early in the season. And, and Valerie, you know, coming off of a chronic injury last year, she's she's completely healthy, just trying to get Great. her back in rhythm and, and get her in, in kind of midseason form. And then the Millie Thompson um, getting her some, some innings early on here, getting her ready uh, for, for the tough conference season that lies ahead of us. And then Brooke McCubbin and Reagan Spencer um, – Two, two players that we're going to need a lot, um, a lot of production from, and, and it, it always benefits you to have a, a good pitching staff, and, and we, we have that, and it's nice to see each of them kind of feed off each other and, and get some work this weekend. Coach, I was able to watch some of yesterday's game, and when you when you play a team for the second time in a weekend uh, and you're 4-0 going into the game, is there is there a concern about maybe some complacency in a game like that, or this team mature enough now that's not a ba- major concern for you? Yeah, you know, I think there's always a concern as a coach, and and my biggest thing is it's a busy weekend. You know, we played uh, five games in four days. Um, we're on the road. Uh, Saturday schedule was a tough game. We we had a ten o'clock in the morning game. Uh, then our next game didn't start until about 6.30 that evening and then a quick turnaround to play Sunday morning. So you never know exactly how your team's going to show up. But like you said, Ben, we have a lot of leadership on this team, a lot of experience. Players are used to playing this type of schedule. And and we're playing the home team, Florida International University, again for the second time and on their home field in front of their crowd. And, and uh, you know, definitely I thought they're, they're – starting pitcher did a good job of keeping us off balance early we hit we hit a few balls right at people early in the game and and couldn't get a run across and so it's pretty tight for three innings and and then we pushed a run across and opened it up in the in the fourth inning and and uh but yeah i was really proud of our effort you know i, I love the way we swing the bats and most importantly i love the way we played defense all weekend you know that was a big kind of question mark uh, in our in our winter practices and in our big purple and orange scrimmage and and uh, were we going to be able to play defense and we played solid defense all weekend so really proud of of our team for doing that. Continuing on with the undefeated coach of the Clemson softball team, John Rittman. Coach, uh, I think JoJo Hyatt knocked in more runners than your pitching staff gave up over the five games. If I got the numbers right, I think she had eight RBI. JoJo was phenomenal all weekend. I mean, she, you know, she's such a hard worker. She's a great teammate. And, uh, you know, she's caught a lot of big games for us over the years. And to see her have that type of weekend, it was really, really fun to watch her. I mean, she was as hot as any, any hitter that I've ever seen in a weekend. And, and uh, you know, just, just fun to watch her and so happy for her success this weekend. Coach, uh, Ben and I were talking about it in the last segment. You're in a really unique situation because you've had the the core group of girls that you got together. We mentioned a little bit about the, the COVID season on pause, and then you've carried them together. You have an incredible amount of experience on a team that is still in some ways young. And I can't imagine that there's another program in the country that has ever, I guess, been in the situation that you're in. It seems like that would be a big positive for you. Yes? Yeah, no question. You know, we, we have a, a lot of players, like we've mentioned earlier, with experience, and, and we have a lot of depth. And, and our, even our, our, the players that we're bringing off the bench are experienced players, and, and that's always a plus for your program, especially during a long season when you're going to have to deal with, you know, maybe some sickness, maybe some injuries, maybe a little adversity here and there. And it's always nice to, to look over in your dugout and know that you have some solid players sitting over there that, that can contribute at any time. Great stuff. Uh, again, starting to wrap up now with Coach John Rittman of the Clemson uh, softball team. Coach, you're going right up the road. I don't think you've played at Furman before. I believe this is your first trip up there, but uh, you guys have an afternoon game tomorrow. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's an exciting time to be able to go to Furman. Our associate head coach and our assistant coach, Coach Jameson and Coach Briel, used to coach there, and so kind of a homecoming for them, so to speak. And and uh, you know, Furman, uh, you know, they they they've got a had a really good program in the past, and last year they played us really tough in one game. In fact, we had to have a walk off home run with two outs and two strikes uh, to beat them. So we're looking forward to a tough game on the road and. And certainly I know there, there's talk about the, the fans being, uh, you know, really supportive up there, and a lot of our fans are going to travel. So um, really looking forward to that. And it's on ESPN Plus for those of you who want to watch that. So that's, that's a bonus. Um, admissions up there is free, so we'd love to have a lot of Clemson fans show up. Uh, game time's at 5. And then, you know, of course, don't want to overlook uh, Furman, but this weekend we have a huge weekend. We have the ACC Big Ten Challenge. We have Northwestern and Ohio State here, and then us and and Notre Dame representing the ACC. And there's still uh, tickets available online for Friday and Sunday. And, uh, you know, on Saturday fans can purchase tickets at the gate. So um, it's going to be a great week of softball for us. Yeah, Coach, thanks for bringing it up. I know some coaches don't like to look ahead at all, and I didn't know if I would be jinxing it by bringing up, hey, you got a big weekend coming up, but uh, should be fun with the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Again, sounds like tickets are available. That doesn't happen much for your team when they're playing at home, so if you do want to get a chance to get out and see your program play, it sounds like an excellent chance this weekend. Coach, thanks so much for hanging out and joining us. Again, congrats on the big start, and good luck at Furman tomorrow night. Hey, Mark, thank you. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate you having me on. Go Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. Thank you, Coach. Coach John Rittman, again, he's got a cooking. They're a lot of fun. I'm, I'm actually getting to call the games. The first two weekends in March, I get to do play-by-play for a lot of Clemson softball games. I love it. I love it. I, it's always an honor to do anything for Clemson, but to, to be in the booth, I'll be in there the whole weekend and uh, really get a chance to, to get to know the team. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, that's fantastic. You're not doing tomorrow's game? I'm not doing tomorrow's game. I know you've done a lot of Furman Actually, stuff, so. uh, my son Faxon will be on the call Willie. with uh, Dan Scott tomorrow for the Furman-Clemson softball game, and I am picking up some Furman softball games this weekend. But, well, uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah we'll, it should uh, be good stuff. I'll... I'll I'll listen to Walt, but I'll turn it down in... Uh, there you go. Yeah, I can turn it up during the breaks, listen yeah. to Faxon. That'd no, be great. You absolutely can. And again, I love talking to Coach. He's just got everything dialed in. I think this team's going to be a buzzsaw this year. I know they had an excellent season last year. I feel like that is the low end of the spectrum of where this team could end up this season. I really don't. I, I like their... Uh, I like their attitude about wanting more i mean even Mm -hmm. on their twitter account it's something about uh you know taking the next step or something to that effect i like that they're that they're embracing that you know Mm -hmm. like we've had we've had a good uh, a good uh several good seasons in a row now yeah but but now it's time to take the next step and you feel like you feel like coach ribbon thinks he's got the team to do it absolutely i i mean if they stay healthy there's no reason to think that they don't, right? Agreed. Let's hope so. A couple of people are asking uh, on the text line, so just to recap, Furman or Clemson will be playing at Furman tomorrow night at 5, so if you live in Greenville, you don't get a chance to come down to Clemson much, you could slide over to Furman and probably probably get a seat not a not a large stadium at all over at Furman but so coach Ribbon said it's free, yes. free so might as well go yep you got free opportunity there and then coach Ritman mentioning that there were tickets available for Friday Saturday and Sunday this weekend it's Friday afternoon at three then on Saturday it's three and 5 30 is the two start times and then on Sunday it's 12 30 so a lot of opportunities these games are sold out you get to the ACC season, you're not sniffing a chance to go see the softball team. So football season's over. Excellent chance to go and uh, check everything out. Six- uh, yeah, fr- Friday afternoon, you know, 60 degrees in oh, let's go. mid-February in mm-hmm. the upstate and uh, softball. That, you know, just go ahead and take off work early. Plan, I- plan that out-of-office meeting. I didn't want to assume that the weather would be good this weekend, but if it is, that means it must be raining every day this week. That's the way that it's been working recently. Yeah, well, I didn't say it wasn't going to be raining, but it's going to be 60 degrees. All right, there we go. (laughs) There we go. We'll make it work. Hey, uh, phone lines will be open the rest of the hour, 654-7627. You can also jump in on the text line as well if you want to join us. Uh, We were talking a little bit of Super Bowl. Um, 
Ben. I guess I want to talk about the ending. We talked a lot about the pregame and the halftime. The holding call at the end of the game, I guess, was such a frustrating way for a game like that to end. If call is not made, you know, Kansas mm-hmm. City's kicking a field goal and you're having an end of the game that I feel like was deserved. It's the Eagles going down to either tie or have a chance to win. Right. Can Kansas City get the stop? Instead, you end up, you know, this weird no man's land of, and I was with some people that didn't know a lot about football, trying to, ex- some of the people there, and I was trying to explain, well, it makes more sense for them to run the clock down than it does for them to go ahead and score. And I'm like, for, for the showcase game, for, for the casuals that are there, you end up in just a stinker of an ending. I didn't like that. that. And, again, you can't control it, and I don't want to get in necessarily to the argument of was it a hold, was it not a hold. It was close enough that you don't want to see a game decided by it. The Well, you've, you've watched enough football to know that the moment that flag hit the field, the game was, in effect, over. Yes. You know, because yep. a first down and look, Andy Reid is an unbelievable coach. He knew what to do in that situation, how to manage the clock. He knew not to score the touchdown. Uh, and that he did exactly textbook what he should do. And they won the game. And, yeah. you know, and, and more on him in a moment. But I, I, I thought it was a horrible call. I, I did. I did too. I, I thought it was a horrible call. And, I think the thing maybe some people miss is, you know, because you, you get the still photos of him grabbing his jersey, and he did, and put the arm around him, and he did. I don't think you can look at calls in a vacuum like that, though. Agreed. You have to look at at the way a game is officiated, the totality of it. And I, I've i said many times that, you know, a a hold at the – in the second quarter should be called just like a hold at the end of the game and vice versa. Um, they had not called that. They, they hadn't called that all night long. No. And again, I didn't really have a dog in a fight. I, I, I didn't have a strong lean either way. I, I'm not the biggest Patrick Mahomes fan, but I certainly respect his ability. Uh, I, you just, you, in fact, the frustrating thing, Mark is, like I had just commented to my family. I mean, we're watching the game. I'm like, you know, the officials have been really good in this yeah. game. They weren't calling holding no. uh, on offensive linemen, and you know they've they've just let the players play. And I was like so encouraged by that. And then the literally the biggest play of the game, a a flag comes out that. You know, again, if you want to look at that in a vacuum by textbook letter of the law, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe that's a hold. Though I'd argue it didn't really impede him, and the ball's way overthrown to begin with. Um, I I just that I was stumped by that. I was I was shocked because of how good they had been throughout the rest of the game. A texter literally texted the same thing while you were saying it, and I was going to say it as well. The refs had stayed out of the way. You let them play the whole game, and then for it to be dictated like that. And again, it's super, like, we take it for granted, but it's super confusing to people that aren't huge football fans. You now have the ball first and goal with Mm -hmm. a minute 56 left, and you're intentionally not scoring a touchdown. Like, in, in what world does that make any logical sense? Where Why wouldn't they want to score a touchdown? Well, they'd rather run the clock down. Well, why? Well, you don't want the other team to get the ball. But it's if you score a touchdown, you get the ball back. then right. they'd have to score a touchdown. I'm like, yeah, but it'd be easier to score. And again, I was like, this is not how – I don't know how you get away from things like this, but just a, a, a small black mark, I guess, on what I felt like overall was a really great game. Yeah, as we go to break, I would just also point out, you don't know what would have happened after that – the Chiefs probably win that game anyway. I mean, they they were clearly the better team in the second half. Yes, I, I thought I thought the Eagles were the better team in the first half. Chiefs were easily the better team in the second half. They had the momentum. You know, even if the game goes over, especially if the game goes to overtime, mm-hmm. they probably win that game anyway. Yes, but we'll never know because the game was ended, in effect, ended by a flag. Yeah, the halftime adjustments. 
Sirianni's done a great job with the Eagles, and they've done a great job all year, but it was a master class from Andy Reid and on the defensive side of the ball for, for Kansas City going into the second half. So whatever they did at halftime helped win, the ga- win them the game. All right, phone lines will continue to be open in the next segment. I've got a couple of other things for the Super Bowl that we want to break down. I'm intentionally delaying asking Ben about his trip to Chapel Hill for the men's game on Saturday, but I'm probably going to have to ask him about it next segment because I've got a bunch of questions about it. He's Ben Milstead. I'm Mark Childress filling in for Quok. This is Out of Bounds. Valentine's treat her to a day of relaxation and rejuvenation at Lilia Day Spa, Anderson's premier spa. Their therapists are ready to restore her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private environment. Select from the Sweet Treat Package, the Be Mine Package, Cupid's Holiday, or the Sweetheart Package. Or let Lilia Day Spa create something special for her. A gift certificate from Lilia Day Spa is ideal for Valentine's and shows her you care. 116 Benson Street, downtown Anderson. Lilia Day Spa, Anderson's premier spa. We've all been there, rushing to the restroom in a public place, and bam, you're hit with that out-of-order sign. Business owners know this story all too well. Don't let this be your patron's problem. Leave it to the plumbing experts. Timing is everything in the business world, and you don't want to lose business because your customers can't do theirs. Call the plumbing experts for maintenance or unexpected plumbing issues. They've got your back. Visit theplumbingexperts.com to schedule your next appointment. What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Canty Foundation Specialist is your local trusted expert in crawl space sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com. My Garage by Essex is proud to service the Clemson area with excellent service on all makes and models. They are professionals that perform high-quality workmanship with high-quality parts. With life being uncertain, you know you can be certain of My Garage by Essex, taking care of you and your family. Stop in to see them at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., or call 864 833-5800. Coach Dabo Sweeney here from the Clemson Tigers. Just like high schools across the upstate, Clemson fans love football. But one thing I love more than football is my family. That's why we talk to our three children about alcohol and other drugs. Alcohol is the leading cause of death among youth. But the truth is, most upstate youth aren't drinking or using drugs. Remind your teenagers that most teens choose to be healthy and drug-free. Talk to your teens about drugs and alcohol. They will listen. For more information, go to phoenixcenter.org. For the first time, Diamonds Direct is offering an extra 25% off all of their Diamond Classics collection. 25% off Diamond Stud Earrings, 25% off Diamond Tennis Bracelets, and 25% off Diamond Pendants and more. It's true. This Valentine's Day, Diamonds Direct lets you take a full 25% off all these must-have jewelry box staples. Diamond Classics are like a little black dress. It's jewelry that never goes out of style and something you can wear every day, whether it's just running errands or going out on the town. A nice pair of diamond stud earrings goes with anything and everything. And now through Valentine's Day, you can take an extra 25% off. It's our best value ever offered on these popular gifts. Don't miss this sparkling new Valentine's event. Visit DiamondsDirect.com to view the Diamond Classics collection. Learn about designer trunk shows offering an expanded selection. And apply for zero interest financing options up to three full years. Celebrate your love and save like never before at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Guess who else has jumped on to Ph.D. weight loss and nutrition? It's our good friend, Don Munson. Back in May of 2022, I knew I needed to lose a few pounds. I knew because my doctor told me I needed to drop 20. Just like you, I've been hearing about the tremendous results people were having with Ph.D., and so I became a Ph.D. client. At the first meeting, I knew this was the right decision for me. Dr. Ashley Lucas and her staff talked over with me my goals, asked me about my eating habits, and then introduced me to their plan for not only weight loss, but for complete wellness. The results had been life-changing for me. In 100 days, I was down over 20 pounds, down several inches in the waist, and loving the way I felt and looked. Glad to see he's seeing the results like I did when I went on PhD weight loss and nutrition last year and lost 24 pounds in just five weeks. If you've been like Don and me and you need to drop 20, 30, even 50 pounds or more, 
Just go to MyPhDWeightLoss.com to learn more. One more time, that's MyPhDWeightLoss.com. Chris, this needs to go to Parkville by 3. Joy to the holiday packages that keep coming at Jimenez Couriers. Coming your way, but the drop-off location is changing. She needs delivery drivers with the gift of punctuality. Anyone looking to pick up some overtime? Anyone? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. With the largest coverage of any sports talk station in the upstate, nobody does it better than us. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome back in. Mark Childress filling in for William Quackenbush. He will return tomorrow. Hanging out here with Ben Milstead. Phone lines open. Text lines open for this segment. 654-7627. If you want to get in, we're still talking Super Bowl. We've got a texter from the 864, Ben, that is saying that we were whining. That we're whiners saying that the Chiefs did not deserve to win. And that it was just one call. I don't think we're whining at all. I, I mean, also I don't think we said the Chiefs didn't deserve to win. No, <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. We 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 call names when somebody when you hear something you don't agree with. You asked me if I thought that was a good call. My answer is no. I my deepest apologies, sir. If my opinion doesn't match yours, yeah, feel that free makes, to call. That makes me a whiner. I guess I'm a whiner. Mark. Come on, Ben. Ben Weiner Milstead. Now now your nickname is out there. We've mm-hmm. all known it for forever. Now we can finally go public with it. Yeah, I mean, to me, if I'm whining about anything, it's that we had to see the game end the way that it did instead of ending, you know, with the play yeah. that had something going. And then what happened to Jalen Hurts on that last throw, by the way? He, like, I, wandered around. I'm like, he's going to bomb this down to, like, the 10-yard line. He looked like me throwing it. I think I think he tried to throw that ball so hard that it came out. It slipped out of his hand. That must have been it. Yeah, because that was terrible. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know. I just I wanted to see what would happen. I felt the Eagles were capable of driving the field if oh, they me had too. to, at least to get in field goal range. I, I wanted to see another uh, deep ball to Smith. You knew they would have taken their chance. And I really thought, man, that was a Super Bowl. Those were two teams play, that played well enough. They were worthy of overtime. Yes. You know, let's let's just keep right on playing. I enjoyed it that much. And, you know, and again, the – one of the few times a flag dropped on the field, it was the most critical play uh, in the in the game, and it unfortunately ended the game. Yeah, and and I, I just hate to end a game that I felt was that good in that way. I agree, and uh, a texter, we've had a couple texters literally get in really with the point, the next point that I was trying to make. This game came down to that moment, but really it was the mistake made by Jalen Hurts on the fumble that bounces right to the Chiefs player who waltzes into the end zone, and then the big the big goofy punt return. And shouldn't have happened. One of those kind of junk plays that the Chiefs, but again, athleticism, flipping the field, those are the two games. And really the fumble by Jalen Hurts is what I go back to I think it might have been a 14 or even 17-point game at halftime for Mm. Philadelphia without that because Kansas City just could not move the ball in the first half. That would have made the comeback much more difficult and probably would have put the the Eagles in a better position to win. I feel like that was the game-changing moment, was that that turnover to keep Kansas City close enough to feel like they could go in at halftime and still come out and win. You know, and I kept saying to myself, okay, Kansas City is due a turnover here. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. due a mistake. Yes. And I, you have to give Andy Reid and Mahomes and all of those guys credit. They never made the mistake. They they never made the big mistake, and especially in the second half. Mark, I, I thought the Chiefs played as good a second half as you probably could play. Agreed. Uh, if I was going to actually have – any criticism of them, it would be, I thought they should have run the ball more. I, I mean, they were getting chunks. They were. Uh, but, you know, as it turns out, 
you threw the ball pretty much flawlessly in the second half. And, you know, I, you think of the protection that Kansas City gave Mahomes to. Uh, the Eagles, who sack everybody, mm-hmm. they never got to him. And the way that they, the way that they schemed for that, the way they protected him was great. And then, yeah, and then I just thought, I know I just said I wish they'd run the ball more, but I thought Andy Reid's game plan was was just brilliant. I did. I, I thought they called it. He called a brilliant game in the second half. I was going to mention that there are two. I being, guess and being me also obviously yeah part the, of that. Their two touchdowns that they scored in the fourth quarter, I could have thrown it to you. They schemed their guys so open using yeah. the Eagles' tendencies where they would hand off guys that went in motion and things like that. Just a master class. And I'm like, it could have been me at quarterback and you at wide receiver. And Andy Reid could have schemed it open where we converted a touchdown in the Super Bowl. That's how perfect those play calls were. And it got me thinking about the changes at Clemson. And we're going to see a lot of new offensive things this year. And I'm wondering if the coaching staff was sitting around and seeing some of that because Kansas City throws the ball to wide receivers out of the backfield a lot. Mm -hmm. And... I love that and feel like you're going to get your guys the ball in space. Clemson hasn't really been doing that the last couple of seasons. There were there were things that I was seeing in that game that I was just sitting here saying, hope I see something like this in the fall because we've got the athletes and the horses for it. And if you can start scheming guys open like that in a Clemson offense, it could be a lot of fun. And you also, you think back about what Kansas City did on first and second down, mm-hmm. especially first down. They were rarely in a third and long situation Correct. all night. and. When you get positive yardage on first down, <clears throat> hear what I'm saying. If you get positive yards, what are you saying? You get yes. four or five yards yep. on first down, your playbook is so expanded after that. Yes. And, and that's, you know, when you give a quarterback as talented as, as Patrick Mahomes uh, a, an expanded playbook on second and third down, man, you're, you're, you're just in trouble. Yeah. You're just, and, the Eagles were, you know, and despite all that, it still came down to basically a play. I mean, and the Eagles played a great game too. They did, and that will get lost in one mistake. One the, mistake, right? That'll get lost in this. The Eagles played a great game too, and I, I am so impressed with Jalen Hurts every time you see him play in the NFL. Um, Kansas City just just was better last night. They, they were. were. The Eagles didn't lose the game. The Chiefs won the game. And I think that's an important piece of it, for sure. It's good stuff all around. I thought it was uh, great. If you want to jump in, 654-7627. 654-7627 is how you can jump in and uh, and participate with us. And, uh, yeah, Super Bowl 57 in the books. Have you watched it every year of your life? Have you ever missed a Super Bowl? Oh, no. No, I've never. Not that I know. I mean, unless I did. Well, I was wondering if there was a Clemson basketball game and you ended up on a plane or something no. like that. I've, I've never missed one either. No, that I can recall. Not that I, uh, not that I, not that I recall. Yeah. No. Well, we'll keep it going. <laughs> Moving forward. Okay, I've stalled long enough. You were in Chapel Hill on Saturday. You know that I'm a huge men's basketball fan for Clemson. You know that I've done this for years. We used to come up to games when I lived in Atlanta. I think Faxon and I went three plus seasons and did not miss a home game. Caught a few road games, went out to Omaha with a Sweet 16 team. I mean, I am legit Clemson men's basketball fan, tried and true for a really long time. I was as disappointed Saturday, Ben, as I've been in a really long time. And I don't know what my expectations were, but that North Carolina team has not been playing well for a couple of weeks. And I at least anticipated that we'd be going to the last two minutes, 90 seconds of the game with the game in doubt, but the game was almost not in doubt going into halftime. Like you had a feeling I felt like with about what, four minutes left in the first half. I'm like, man, I've seen this game played in this building many, many times before. And it felt like the same thing. So I'm not, I'm trying really hard not to be super negative, but I was extremely disappointed on Saturday. Yeah, I, I was too, and it's 
Yeah, I didn't know what my expectations were going up there. Yeah. Because if I'm, I mean, if I'm being honest with myself, a lot of that has to, had to do with whether or not North Carolina was going to show up or not. Yeah. You know, do you, are you going to get uh, Final Four caliber team from last year, or are you going to get uh, the way they've looked a large part of this season? I think you got Final Four caliber team. Yes. In that game, I mean, it's it's a win that North Carolina needed really bad, uh, as did Clemson. I mean, Correct. certainly as did Clemson. You got a you got a great effort by North Carolina, and I'm not I'm I'm not decided yet how if Clemson played horribly or you know I don't know what that ba- I haven't decided yet what that balance is. Like, first ten minutes of the game. They played. They played well. I felt. Uh, I felt that they, way as they well. Played well, and then you let you know. You knew that little run was coming by North Carolina. It was a bit of an extended run there. About the it's about six minutes to go. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 knew that was going to happen, and I felt like uh, it was. You were down nine at halftime, if I remember right. And I felt like okay, you you probably need this to be more like five or six, and. You know, then I'm also convincing myself, well, you know, that Love's not going to continue to shoot like this. I mean, he hadn't done this all year. Davis not going to – they're not going to continue to hit threes like this. They hadn't done this all yeah. year. And it turns out they, they did. And, and uh, you know, you, you lost by 20. And it really marked being there, it didn't even feel that close. Uh, just being honest, it didn't feel that close. It didn't feel that close watching it. It didn't. Um. Yeah, I – I liked the strategy early on to double Baycott every time he touched the guy, ball. I mean, in an obvious double. It's not something Clemson's done very much of this year. Um, you know, and you said, okay, well, the trade-off here is do we want Baycott to beat us inside or do we want to see if North Carolina can hit threes? Uh, stats would tell you North Carolina can't hit threes. They were horrible at that going into the game, uh, and they hit the three. They hit threes, and you gave them lots of open, lots of open threes. You also, they also hit to their credit. They hit some contested threes. They too. did. I mean, that's the thing. Some maybe the open three gives you the the uh, the energy and the confidence to hit the contested ones. And I mean, they they were hitting them in a number of different ways. Um, you know, I thought I thought one of the keys of the game was. Uh, Leaky Black is a just a tremendous defender. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I hate to say it, he shut down Hunter Tyson. He did, and you had to have him in that game, and he he just he totally took him out of it. I agree. Uh, I've got a bunch of questions about individual players, and I guess some trends that we're seeing, and definitely want to talk to you about the future because. When Clemson was leading the ACC, it was real easy to look at all of these net numbers and things like that and say, boy, everybody has it wrong. But now that Clemson's hit the skids a little bit. Well, they still had it wrong on the net when back then. I mean, they did. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. So we'll continue uh, talking Clemson hoops. I've got a couple of other things that we want to talk about about the Super Bowl. He's been Milstead. I'm Mark Childress filling in for Quawk today. This is Out of Bounds. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. I'm a donut nut. I'm a 